Today, we're watching Motocross. Because girls aren't supposed to ride motorcycles. On Disney Channel Original Friendship. Come and take an hour and listen to delightful commentary. Our own drunk spin comes totally divine guys. But they are even better with gin and vermouth. Booze! The grown-up content straight from the hip. It's Dizzy Channel's original friendship. I don't know. I thought we were making a big deal of that again. Hold on. I was afraid. I'm just so afraid of breaking things. Well, what's funny is you bring up the, the glasses breaking, and you know who was with us the last time the, uh, when that happened? Well, the same guests that we have today, is that right? Yeah, hi, Max and Megan. Well, hello. hello. Oh, well, that was mm -hmm. weird. It was. It was weird. <laughs> yeah. I liked it. I think you guys have been living together too long. Do we live together? I do have a roommate. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Mm. This is... This has got weird. So, <laughs> today we're watching Motocross. I'm going to do a nice little, uh, I love iTunes and their, and their little synopses, the synopsi. Andy and her twin brother, Andrew, parents aren't very inventive. First note, both love motocross racing, but their dad thinks it's too dangerous for girls. Oh, no. And the end. <laughs> and the end. Hold on. I, I really should have thought through all of this more. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, thinks it too, it's too dangerous for girls and would rather see her cheerleading. But when Andrew's injured during a practice race against her uh, against his sister, Mr. Carson heads to Europe looking for a replacement rider. Blaming herself, Andy disguises herself as her twin brother to complete a big motocross race. They should probably explain who Mr. Carson is. Because they don't yeah, say what their last names They give us no understanding of who Mr. Carson is, but he is in this synopsis. I wasn't aware that motocross racing was a popular thing in Europe. Yeah, that's weird. I, I, I mean, like, I, uh, I'm glad you brought that up. I totally didn't notice because I was just like, who the fuck's Mr. Carson? I went to um, a motocross, like, a motocross? race rally type of thing, and it was fascinating because it's it was filled with a bunch of people that normally people would call, like, um, Tr trailer trashy type of folks, but they are extremely wealthy because it costs a lot of money to race these bikes. And there's like little kids doing it. That's and why you go, go to Europe. That's why you go to Europe to get your, your motocross people. And I, I don't even quite know, I'm sorry, I don't even quite know what motocross is in the world of racing. So it's um, like you're from New York. You're, I, you I don't need York, you don't I, need to know. You get on a <laughs> you get on a motorcycle dirt uh -huh. bike and you ride around a track and okay. the track is a dirt track and it has like obstacles and jumps, jumps and huh. bumpy areas. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> and bumpy areas. Yeah. Heard it here first, folks. Bumpy Motocross areas. has bumpy areas. Well, I'm sure this movie will be the definitive film that teaches me what this sport is all about. I'm sure that you need nothing more. Oh, than without, a doubt. But... <laughs> without a doubt. Without a doubt. Soul bikers. So, so <laughs> yes, soul gearheads. Um, it's. It reminds me of another amazing film. A true. A, a true. Uh, a classic? true classic. Yeah, and a film that I can pretty much quote the entire the entire like narration of it uh, I'm, I'm not using words uh, she's the man mm. oh, with Amanda Bynes and Channing, and Channing Tatum 
young uh, Channing Tatum. Yeah, he's young. Duke Orsino. Um, also, it, it's also roughly based off of Twelfth Night by this guy in, who lived in England a long time ago. But in Europe, in Europe, <gasps> in Europe. Oh! It's all coming together. Yes, it all is coming together. So, so this is we're all in this together, a loose guys. interpretation. Whoa, oh, no. a loose interpretation of of Twelfth Night. Or a looser interpretation of She's the Man. Or maybe She's the Man's a loose interpretation of Motocross. Which came first? I don't know. Uh, this came out in 2006. And or she, sorry, no, wait. That she, was She's, that she's the, the man. man. She's the Man came out in 2006. I should probably I was about to say, that I'm not is, Googling it, but I think Twelfth Night came out first. I'm almost positive. <laughs> that wasn't what we were asking, Max. Silly. Um, yeah, Motocross. You know what's funny is when no. you try and get Motocross on iTunes, which is, you can buy this on iTunes for like $5.99, is uh, you get a lot of podcasts about motocross racing. <laughs> they recommend a lot of things to you. They're like, are you sure you don't mean this? Because this is a, a movie that's from Disney that you probably aren't actually interested. So oh, actually, this am- movie came out first, okay. five years before it. Yeah. Yeah. And so it is based on Twelfth Night. Thank you for it explaining It actually us. says that it's based on Twelfth Night. Yep, that is that is true. I'm I don't know shocked, anyone who's actually. in this. I don't remember anything about this movie. Probably lots of floppy hair and long shirts under T-shirts yeah. and shoulder bags, if I'm remembering my early 2000s yes. men's fashion. This well, you could have marketed fellow. early this, 2000s He looks familiar. Well. <laughs> Let's see. Um, he was on True Blood, The Messengers, uh, None of these are Drive and Frequency. I did watch Drive. Frequency. Drive, I probably I'm a big fan of have. Frequency, actually. Yeah, One of the guys from this is in He frequency? plays the dad. The dad? Yeah. Oh. Are you sure he plays the dad? Yeah. Because I watched the whole thing on Netflix. Oh, no, I thought you were talking about he plays the dad in this. Oh, no, he plays a sexy love interest, I think. Oh, well, because oh. gosh knows, you need a sexy love interest. No, we like the dad in Frequency. He's, he's a good guy. Great. Good character. Oh, good yeah. here, but we'll, we'll, well find out. I, let's watch and find out together. Ooh. He probably leans on a oh, bunch of lockers. Also, we should we should explain that what we're Dirt drinking piles. today is we are drinking a manmosa, which is just a big ass mimosa, because it's tep it, it's like kind of like a girly breakfast brunch drink, but now it's manly. In a pint glass. Because apparently these are these are gender stereotypes. Well, we live in a you say strict... mosa. I was at a um, I was having brunch somewhere where what they defined a man mosa to be would be like orange juice and something like Rainier or PBR oh, put that's together. That's gross. Yeah, and see, that was that's their, their man mosa. So I've ordered a man mosa at a restaurant near here, and mm. it's just a big ass mimosa. Interesting. Okay, well. So, hmm. uh, so maybe it's it's different interpretations in different places. I'm not going to be drinking beer with my orange juice though because that's fucking that's gross. gross. You know, I had it, it was okay, but I prefer just the, I'll ju- I would rather have a, just a big regular mimosa. Well, morning alcoholic size. drinks don't exist on a strict gender binary. <laughs> wow. Wow. That was This really is why beautiful. we brought Megan back for motocross, <laughs> in case anyone was wondering. She's a Dizzy Channel original friendship all-star. Yeah, uh, Megan is actually, I think, the, our longest standing guest host. I believe so. Yeah, mm-hmm. so congrats, Megan. Yes, yeah, do I get a jacket like an SNL? Yeah. Yeah. You're the five, I think this is your fi- fifth time. You're so, in the five timers club now. Okay. Mm-hmm. So do we I need get to, to meet Alec Baldwin? No, uh, but Tom Hanks is right on oh, there. Oh, oh, that's what I wanted. Hi, Tom. You know what? Don't speak. Just yeah. sit down. No, Just no, Tom, down. can you sit? Tom, you don't know anything. No, no. Shh, shh, shh. We didn't bring you here to talk about Disney movies. We brought you here because Megan loves you. Sorry, Max. 
okay. Yeah, get out of here. It's fair. No, you know what, Tom? You're making it uncomfortable, yeah. so maybe you should go. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Bye, Tom. Goodbye. I like Don't leave I, me. I switched the side of the room that I was. Well, he had to walk across the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, to get to the door. Get to the stairs, to the door, and um, yeah, and hold on. Oh, he was angry. Oh. Oof, I think we made him angry. So we just made an enemy upset. of Tom Hanks. God damn it. Um, right. Yeah. He was a little uh, uppity. I'm just looking you know, up things. I'm sort of surprised that Tom Hanks was not more chill. Like, he seems like he's be a chill dude. Not, not so chill. much. Yeah. Well, he got snubbed by the Oscars much. this past year, so, you know. For for Sully? For yeah. Sully. Bird? Uh, I never saw it. <laughs> I didn't they, either. They, they say it was a snub. They, I, I don't think it was a snub, but... Uh, um, I, I think it's probably because it just wasn't a very good movie. Is probably why he got snubbed. He got snubbed because 10, it, that's the it wasn't a very good movie. <laughs> but you know what, Tom? We're sorry, and we'd love to have you back as as an actual guest. Not or just my life here. partner. Yes, or that. How do you feel about Colin? Um, I really am into Colin, but only because he looks like his dad. So that's that normal. would be an uncomfortable relationship, though. Yeah. If you were like Colin, can I call you Tom? That. That to be is fair, exactly he's probably what I would ask. used to it. I feel like that situation has came up in his life <laughs> more than once. Would you like to play your father in a movie? Colin Hanks has definitely had sex with women who were wishing he was his dad. Wow. Yeah, that's definitely true because the only reason I would sleep with Colin Hanks, not that he is not a good looking guy, but it would be. Because he looks because, like his dad. Well, I would want to be like one degree separated from. Yeah. So really what you want is to be Colin Hanks' stepmother. Yes, that is exactly what I want. I want to be Colin Hanks' stepmother. The thing is, as much as I want your happiness, I really don't want to break up that marriage because it's, it's kind marriage. of the only marriage that makes me feel like love is real. Well, Rita Wilson's pretty great. a lot of pressure great. on that marriage. I mean, I just stoically eat a mango. This what if they were right. like, you know, like it in an open right. marriage? I could be that unicorn for them. What about oh, that wow. unicorn frappuccino? No. That's gross. Nobody wants to be Serious that. Serious question. Did either of you guys have a unicorn frappuccino? Nope. Good. All right. No, I'm not. I've, I've never cared for frappuccinos in general. Me either. It's just like if you have coffee, just get, do some shots of espresso into your veins. Here's the thing, though. They're, they're talking about this unicorn frappuccino, but I worked at a, a, well, a Starbucks, essentially. It was a Barnes & Noble cafe. It's the same thing, but it's not. Uh, but I, I've made a bunch of frappuccinos. They all seem disgusting with loads of sugar. What makes this one... That much worse. It it's seems pink like they're all and purple. Awful. Well, it just tastes. There's gross. also no yeah. coffee in it, and it's brightly colored. Uh, Most of the frappuccinos, or a lot of the frappuccinos, don't have coffee. Yeah, it, there's. It's two, super gross. They break them down into two. There's, but um, but even the ones that have caffeine have like very little. Bit. It's mostly um, sugar. So I don't know. I'm sure it's bad, but to me, it's like we should be talking about all frappuccinos and not just this one that's making the rounds right hashtag now. Hashtag not all frappuccinos. Or no, hashtag <laughs> all, all frappuccinos. frappuccinos. All frappuccinos matter, guys. All frappuccinos. <laughs> frappuccinos. Okay, no. Yeah. Well, I remember when I was young, the first time I ordered a frappuccino, I ordered a vanilla frappuccino, and I was pissed because I thought I was getting coffee, and there is no coffee in it. So I bought this. Like, I don't think I've ever milk, had a frappuccino. Milk water shake. Also, the most it expensive thing you can out. get from a Starbucks is yeah. the yeah. frappuccino. Yep. I mean, that, it's it's pricey. Just and then the unicorn frappuccino. Uh, I read an article or a tweet. I get those two mixed up uh, about a <laughs> Starbucks uh, right. Seattle uh, barista 
who like had a panic attack because making all the unicorn frappuccinos is too difficult. And so he was just like, I've never been this stressed out in my entire ingredients. life. It's a pain no. in the ass for the yeah. baristas. Yes, that I've, that I've heard. Well, I looked um, at the ingredients and it's like two pumps of this, one pump of this, half of this, and then da-da-da. Drizzle this. Drizzle this, and then you do a shit ton of whipped cream, and then you have to find, have this special powder that you put over the whipped cream to make it colorful. Oh my God, it just sounded awful. But you know what, Starbucks baristas... I, I I did you a solid. I did not order one, and we I encouraged no one else to order one. I had a moment where I thought about it, but then I thought, no, I love myself too much. <laughs> I thought the same thing. Like, the exact same thing. I was like, well, I mean, it might be. No, I like me. When I worked at the, the Starbucks, not a Starbucks, there was this uh, competition that was going on as to which Barnes & Noble could sell the most venti frappuccinos. And so we were encouraged to upsell and try to get people to order ventis. Ugh. And I morally couldn't do it. I morally could not convince myself if someone bought a venti to be like, you know, for 60 more cents, I can add 500 more calories to that for you. <laughs> uh, you want to die earlier? I, I, I can just... help you die earlier. <laughs> oh, yeah. My boss was pissed. Like every time my boss was over my shoulder and I was ringing someone up like, well, you didn't try to upsell them to the venti. I just oh. can't. Oh. I can't do that. I, that person seemed nice. I don't want them to die. <laughs> That's how I felt when I worked in retail because I really didn't have it in me to sell people unnecessary shit. But, you know, that's 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 the life, apparently. But I really hope that the Starbucks you went to, uh, that you worked at, had a sign that said Starbucks and then in parentheses after it says not a Starbucks. Like, well, that's in my dream. You, I mean, has anyone been the person who goes to a Barnes & Noble and then tries to use, use their Starbucks, Starbucks gift card, card and yes. you can't use your Starbucks gift card? I have been that asshole. It, well, it, I don't think anyone's an asshole. If you're an asshole, if you then go like, you have to take this. I literally can't take that. I it, like I, if I swipe that, it it it's, does absolutely it's like a useless piece of plastic nothing. right here. Just what you should do is get yourself a Barnes and Noble gift card because you can use that. You can. You and can you can use also use it to buy card. books, which those last forever. Why are we getting coffee in the Barnes and Noble when there's a whole bunch of books? Yeah, well, I, let's eat the books. The <laughs> yeah, Wait. I drink the knowledge up. <laughs> For those of Drink you listening to this in the future, there was a time when books were actually on paper in, uh, and they were bound and everything, and there were stores that sold them. It was pretty cool. Yeah, it was nice. <laughs> in the future dystopian world, those will be no more. But they were a thing. They were a thing once. It's true. I wasn't laughing at you. I was laughing at this hilarious meme. It's gonna, gonna be, be May. Megan and I were just talking about that. So Did you like that I sent that to you last night? I, I was like, is it too late to send this? It's no. never too late to send this. <laughs> Clearly it was not. Because I mean, everyone was Isn't it early to send it? It's not. It's not no, I sent it kind of late at night. Oh, I, oh. I see what you mean. Okay. I, I, when I can't I sleep, it. I just text your girlfriend. <laughs> hey, hey girl, you up? Yes. And she's like, yes, Max is so annoying. And that's like, and I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's fair. <laughs> He's mean. He's Welcome mean. back, Max. I'm just going to hang out with the dogs. They like me. We know. I don't know why I picked Except for Maisie picked, uh, picked Megan over me. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess she let's watch this. Back. I think we've talked enough about yeah. unicorn frappuccinos. I I guess so. Motocross. That's right. <laughs> That's what this was all about. Let's, let's watch some motocross and drink some manmosas and talk about gender roles. All yes. Right. Well, we'll be back after these messages. Today's podcast brought to you by Starbucks Baristas. We're like really sorry. Oh, are we recording now? Yeah, we've been Oh, recording. I'm so sorry. Okay. And we're back. We just watched Motocross. Or did we? <laughs> Wait, that wasn't Twelfth Night? It, I, was, it was so not. close. I was really I thought we were watching the I movie kept wondering where Amanda Bynes was. So basically, we don't have to do we don't have to do the plot because it's the plot of Twelfth Night. 
And she's the man. And she's the man. And a lot of things. So so family runs a motocross company. Brother gets injured. She takes his place. Dad is not pleased. Comes back. Hires a French guy to ha- race for their team. He's a complete dickbag. Also is trained by an attractive guy and helps him get a girl. But then they realize that the guy that she was training her and she were in love. And that's how it ends. Boom. Okay, so let's talk about... Uh, classic... Gen- story really, yeah, really. It's just very un- did shakespeare <laughs> actually write teen dramas i feel yeah. like he wrote degrassi he did, he did. Uh, i mean so- juliet was 14 you know talking about teen drama that's that's the age that character is supposed to be can i state that anyone who says that romeo and juliet is like the ultimate love story is full of shit oh much oh agreed. yeah because really because really much ado about nothing is the ultimate love story Be- beatrice and benedict that's the ultimate love story b and b i mean they've even got the alliterative name thing i mean i know another couple similarly uh with an alliterative name and um yeah who who megan and and me oh ah. megan and- megan oh well actually really megan and maya and meg and meg so it's us but not Max. Not Max. Ugh. This oh, is the M4 M cube. M4 network. We can't steal songs. So. Let's talk about gender roles in this. Uh, let's talk about the relationship in this and the awful introduction of Rene Cartier. <laughs> and then let's be done. Because yeah. honestly, three or four times during this movie, I was just feeling like I wanted to watch She's the Man. Yeah. Which it, I honestly will probably so do tonight. What, what year did this come out? I know it was 2001. 2001. 2001. So what's really shocking is this was probably seen as really progressive. This was probably, I, yeah, probably I was like, gonna oh say, my God, we let a girl this, race some dirt bikes. And, and we let her win. Yeah. We let her win. And we let her get a sponsorship despite being a woman. Let's ourselves on the back yeah. at Disney. Let's, this, here's how great we are. This movie was incredibly homophobic and incredibly sexist and very much only white people. And yet, Mr. Cooper was in it. True. Mr. Mr. And the lady at and the end. And the lady. from Scrubs was also but in it. But it's still the most progressive decom that I have watched with you guys. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, Hands, like, hand that. and fist above any other one that I've seen. And it still made me mad. Oh, I was really uncomfortable. Like, my rage was making me uncomfortable. Like, well, I wanted dad. to jump up and yell. Yeah. Well, the dad was just awful. I mean, because there's the absentee parenting, but there's then the aggressive absentee parenting, where mm. it's just like, you can't do all these things. I'm going. I also like when they're like, where are you going, dad? Oh, I'm going to Europe. It's just, what? Just not a thing Europe. we're going to talk. And then the mom can't find him. And like, just like, where you in Europe? clearly have a different family there. Like, He's having an affair in France. He. Rene Cartier is their half brother. He was in Europe for eighty percent of the movie. Yeah, he, he was, was just gone. Mm-hmm. And then he expects us to like... like to trust him and his judgment. No, I do like when Andy and Andrew also still can't get over how awful that was. To the point that I asked my mom if I had been a twin, what if she would have done that to me? And she said, "No, that's cruel." Um, what, but, what's the male form of Meg? I don't know. Well, my name was going to be Morgan Andrew if I was a boy. So Morgan and Meg. That's actually not bad. No, it's not bad. So, like, even then it wouldn't have been bad. How about Morgan and Morgan? My niece is named Morgan, so it can go both ways on that. Mm-hmm. But, anywho, there was a great line in, on the phone when Andy and her mom, they're they're at the competition. She's talking to her brother, and he's like, knowing Dad, he'll just show up with someone. And I, was, and I made a very rich backstory about how that one time he showed up with that other family and said we had to call them brother and sister. And then they just dis- disappeared, and we still don't know where they went. Wasn't that funny? 
<laughs> we don't talk about this. Um, I feel like the father is um, abusive. Definitely, for sure. 100%. I mean, just also the way that he does not believe any of his family. Like, they're like, this is a good guy. They're all just like, this guy is awful. And he's a good racer. And he's like, no. It wasn't until he Well, no, he agreed. He said, yeah, she's a good racer. But she's not going to race. Because she's a girl. Because I decided Well, at one point he even says... It's my fault for letting you race as, or, you know, letting ride you a bike as long do as I did. It's yeah. my, I take personal responsibility for why you think you can race For now. you like, believing you're an equal to ugh. your brother. Silly girl. <laughs> that was a cringe. Like, Silly why girl. would I, ugh, dumb, dumb daddy. <laughs> uh. So the dad's awful. He goes, he goes, he's in Europe most of the time, but he, the mom actually like really comes forward for her daughter after a few minutes. And so does the rest of the family. She has her twin brother and then their little brother, Jason, who I think is the MVP of this movie. Well, he's the one who really essentially made the mom step up Mm -hmm. because he was like, because she's like, well, because girls don't do that. And he's like, also fixed the bike. Yeah, he did. He studied women's history. Oh, I do. Yeah, I do love where he's like, oh, about women's I do love when she's like, no, you can't race. Even though you cut your hair off, you can't race. We'll go to the salon and see if we can figure that out. I want to talk about that hair. All the family had the same. All the boys had the same hair with the slightly frosted front. I just want to know, what are they going to do at the salon? The hair is short now. It's just, it is what it is. Not much. You're going to put some curling Short hair is cute. I thought no. I thought the hair do look great. I'm just wondering, like, what magical miracle are they going to do at the salon to make you have long hair? They're going to curl it. It was 2001. There's extensions. Yeah, I guess. Megan and I, as people with short hair, really were firm believers in short hair being awesome. I don't like how in every movie, when a girl cuts off her hair, they're like, emotionally, you must be fucked up. Why would you do that? Yeah. Oh my God, you're a monster now. You're working through something. I really wish when I got banged, someone would say like, are you okay? (laughs) Your hair? Oh no. You've got bangs. Oh God. Obviously you're asking for some sort of. This is a cry for help. Yeah, this is a cry for help. You're asking for some sort of support. Guys, Adair has bangs now. Uh, I'm a little worried. It's the worst. Anyway. I will say, so what, what was the name of the, of the guy that was like her, her the guy helping her? her Dean. Mentor. Dean. Dean. Okay. I will Dean say, mentor. I will say sex face. In, this, in this movie, I, <laughs> I felt a little bad for Dean. I'm just because, in my notes. Because I think Dean may have like some inner questions of his own sexuality and this whole situation really brought that to a front for him. That yeah, when they were in the water yeah. together, and he was he, definitely wondering. He was kind of a too. sexy oh. water scene. I have, I have mm. swam with other guys and like, normally it's not that physical. Like, like oh, when Tell us more tell how you swam with other guys. I've been in a lake or a pond. Like were you naked? Swimming. No, no, no. Like wearing swim trunks or whatever. But like, how did it make playfully you feel? toss each other's hair? Did, yeah. But was it sunset? I, mean, did, I, I would never did, initiate did you make that eye much contact. contact? Describe it slower. What about eye contact? Did you caress though? his face or did your face get caressed? No. Did you start but by like pushing them happen, and then I'd all say of a sudden one of the two of us would have some things to think you're like about topless bear hugging in the water. No, mm. see, that's that's, that's never. Nice. What I'm saying is, I just think because these are all like Tom teenagers, Hanks. right? In this movie, they're, we're all to think they're like 16 or something like that. 15. They're, they're, yeah, 15. they're all they're all learning who they are, and I think this guy got mixed up in this whole scheme of the girl filling in for the guy and got some really serious confused things, you know. boner. 
That's yeah, what and he, he was going to have to discuss it at some point in his life, but it got like forced upon him. It did. I think he walks away from this whole thing not really knowing. Well, well I know what he he, he learns a little bit about himself. He does. He probably does, but it just it just was unexpected. He just wanted to race. That's all he wanted yeah. to do. And do you think it, when he and Andy what like they, what, eventually hook up in a sexual way that he might ask her to talk in a low voice? Well, what yeah. they don't mention is like he if never he lets her cut, like keep her hair long ever again. Like her yeah. hair is short mm. forever. And and he's like talk in a low voice. Talking your no. dude voice. Talking your dude voice. Turn over. Why are you wearing a dress? <laughs> where, Put where, pants on. Where your Where your motocross gear? But I mean, I think it's good for him because this movie is clearly just about toxic masculinity. Because speaking they, of though, we should talk about Rene Cartier. Rene Cartier, who in the first time we see him, like assaults both women in the family, and then like breaks a bike. Yeah, and we find out he's been, like, kicked out of a bunch of teens, and they keep saying that stuff, and he's just super awful and nearly kills Jason, and Jason says the best line of this entire film, which is, does anyone in France actually miss him? No, because he's on a sex offender registry. Yeah. Obviously. Obviously. I Obviously, think this movie might have been built around that line. Like, someone came up with that line. They're like, okay, we need a movie with a French guy. What are they doing? Racing bikes? Okay, fine. Great. We'll just, like, back up. <laughs> Wait, what was that? What was, that? what was the Shakespeare play? The Shakespeare play where the girl was the guy. Twelve Night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, let's say it's loosely based on Twelve Night. So, yeah, it was, it was something. But he, I think the worst thing was when he came into the kitchen being a complete asshole talking. <gasps> and he looks at Andy and she's doing dishes. He's like, at last you found where you matter or something like where that. Where you belong. And I was just like, oh. oh we were all like, oh. oh. Well, actually, oh. I think I flipped off the TV like six Everyone or seven times. Everyone was horrified. Oh, um, we all, we, and we all get the movie that we're watching is talking about like stereotypical generals. You don't need to come out and say a line quite like that, though. Like, we all... I just mean, you know, that we all understand that's a huge point of the movie they're making and blah, blah, blah. But you don't have to lay it on so thick as to have someone say, as a woman is washing dishes, you found your place or whatever. Like, come on, Disney. Come on. We we, we get it. We yeah. get what you're talking about here. They tried to subvert gender roles, but what they ended up doing is reinforcing them. Oh, really hard. Very actually. hardcore. Yeah. Because the thing is, is that apparently Andy, Andrea was not ever feminine unless she was wearing a short skirt. She was never a girl. Like, if she was just wearing jeans and a sweater or a T-shirt, that's too boy-like. So as a girl, it was always skirts and tight sweaters, tight shirts. Right. Well, and even, like, the fact that changing clothes and cutting your hair makes you pass as a boy, that's not how gender works. Nope. Nope. And she she didn't really seem very masculine at all in any of her, uh, not that, I mean, that's not even in a stereotypical way. Right. She seemed like um, Yeah, they did Andrea, a bad job. Just Andrea not wearing makeup. Right. Um, <sighs> How dare she. Can we talk, uh, though, about the fact that even in the scenes that are just the mom and the, the daughter... This movie does not in any way pass the Bechdel test. It does yeah, not the pass Bechdel the Wallace Bechdel test. test. Does uh, it? No, because no. they're always talking about how cute he is and how she's trying to help him get this girl D, and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, they never... They talk about her mom's spoiled dreams because she had children. But 
it always in those conversations, it always ends up going back to how cute Dean is. Yeah, or, I think or a boy in general, yeah. or your test. father, or your so brother. that's true. So if you want they a talk movie about men. that does not pass the Bechdel test, this is the movie for you. Even though it's supposed to be, I think this movie is supposed to be progressive, progressive and feminist. And people remember that's this what I'm saying. very favorably. That's, that's what like Disney was like. Look what we. Did everybody? But it's just so <laughs> homophobic. I get why I was yes. so confused it's as a Incredibly homophobic. Well, oh. she for a movie Which is like nail polish. For yeah. a movie that I know, uh, at least the the um the the queer people that I know remember it very fondly as one of the first movies where they're like, Yes, I think perhaps I am queer or gay. But it's terrible. Well, but I mean, it's it's a sad testament that this was a huge step forward. Right. But also, it's like, we have to look at it as, right now, the world has progressed in a way that this has is... Has it? No, it? It has progressed. Hey, let me finish. Right. It has progressed in a way that this is offensive now. Right. But, if this came out but, tomorrow, yeah, there'd like, be a lot of problems. Yeah, there would be a ton of problems. And so, so many things. I'm not exist. saying the world has progressed a ton. I'm saying this is this is no longer an acceptable film. That's true. But... It's great that it was there as a stepping stone at one point. It, but it, I could say it in the same way of like, gotta kick it up, right. was progressive in that it showed a different, it showed a different group of people and it had people that, you know, weren't like the, the not to like, Hillary Duff, is, I love her in a lot of ways, but that's not that's not what most girls look like. Sure. And so mm-hmm. they were showing a different thing. But like we saw it and we're like, wow, this is an incredibly racist film. It's great that we can see that now, but it, we have to look at it also as it was a stepping stone. And this is what right. DCOMs before, I'd say, 2008, I think this is what DCOMs were. I like, agree. They were, yeah. they were tackling subjects, not always successfully, but they were tackling subjects. And this is kind of what I miss about about it was they were at least trying. It's Whereas kind of, now kind of they're not, the yeah. shop, they're like, not yeah. trying anymore. Now it's yeah. like Descendants. Which was not a good movie. Well, like, well, there were two particular scenes that I wanted to discuss. Yes, let's talk. Of Dean, um, Dean's Dean uncomfortable, uncomfortable remarks that he said. And one, um, if you could say his um, uncomfortable talk about training that he said to oh, Andy. He said, he said to Andy, thinking it was a boy, uh, and obviously being very homophobic, he said, I'm going to train you so hard you won't be able to get out of bed. I'm going to work you so hard, you can't even get yeah, up out. I feel like even as they were writing that, they're like, should, should we write this? Like, then they were like, <laughs> the, Disney, the Disney kids won't know. They won't know. Well, the little I, kids, they I won't feel know. like it's like in that Disney animation where there's a dildo in the castle for a little mermaid, and it's just like them just like fucking around. And it's like, hey, you know how they did the dildo in the castle? Let's just do something like that We're right now. overtly sexual. Yeah. There's a lot of dialogue you could write that is kind of funny because it's a guy speaking to a girl and doesn't know speaking to a girl, but it could be like funny and still pretty PG. That is, a, that is a nope. just That's really... Nope. Yeah. And also, and also, once again, like it's about like rough graphic I, sex. I, yeah, I, that's not how. I, just speaking as a, a, a straight man, probably not a phrase oh I would use talking to another guy. Like if I was, if me right. and my buddy were gonna like go work out the next day, like yeah, I'm, I'm gonna probably, work you. I'm gonna work you so hard you won't actually, even be able to get out of bed. That's not what I would say. Bro. That's actually verbatim what I've said to Megan before when we've worked out together. Well, okay. <laughs> then, then, Megan you know, and I have intense workout montages. We're wearing uh, sweatbands. It's 
Superb. That's just not how okay, guys so talk there was that this scene. Is, I would never say that to one of my one of my guy friends. That's so the, not how I would phrase it. Well, you know what? Cool. Good I've for also you never to... gone working out with another guy, but because I don't work out. Good but if for I you, did, dude. Good for you. Good for wrong. you. We get it. You don't need to work out. Whatever. My, what was the other scene? Oh, um, it was when um, Andy Andy's father shows up and decides that they're all packing it up and going home. Oh. And so she's a little upset. She's packing her stuff. And Dean, who is supposed to be her friend, like her friend, she's choked up. She's crying. He's like, suck it up. Because if the other guys see this, then they're going to give you a hard time. It's going to get just, really bad is what he says. It's going to get really bad. Which was, I was just like, shove him in the what locker? the fuck? It's like, wow, maybe you should look at the like community you've built here rather than just trying to keep people in line. Also, what the, like when they saw each other again after a fair amount of time, but like her, it was her brother, and he was pretending to. He keep didn't her. say, "Hey, are you like, okay?" Like he didn't like say, "Like, hey, man, I've missed you," or like, "Hey, is everything all right? You seemed really beaten up." Or he was just like, "I got a girlfriend now." Like that girl you sold me to, it worked. Oh yeah, he he could not stop. So she's very teared up, very upset, and he's like, "Suck it up, get the fuck over it." By the way, I'm getting some from this girl, Farron. Farron and I are like the best couple ever. What kind of Farron and is that? I, Farron, Farron, Farron. Unless, and she's it's like, our, unless it is, it's preceded by Bobby Mick. What kind of name was that? I think there True was enough. a time where True taking enough. a girl to NSYNC was how you got laid as a guy. That's like it's what, still that's, how you get laid. You Here, I can't believe it. Still how you get laid. Still how you get laid. NSYNC gets back together. I should, I should take you to NSYNC. Is that Backstreet Boys? I mean, Backstreet Boys, obviously. But I was much more NSYNC girl than I was a Backstreet. Boys, girl. Mm, I love. None of us are ninety-eight degrees. I Ninety-eight degrees, no dice. Once Sorry. this movie started talking about NSYNC, though, I found myself wondering, like, is NSYNC gonna make an appearance in this film? Oh, right. It's just, I was hoping that. I was hoping that. And when so NSYNC bad. was mentioned for me, my only thought was, it's gonna be May. May. I'm so excited! It's my favorite holiday. May 1st, because it's yeah. going to be May. May. No, yeah, a- a- April 30th. It's going to be. It's my favorite holiday. May. So, guys, was it worth it? Yeah, totally. What about you, Max? Well, I mean, define worth it. I mean, we had fun watching it. We're having fun talking about it. Would you do uh, it again? Would I watch this movie again? No, I would not watch this movie ever again. But, this was uh, uh, when you guys started this podcast. Um, I remember telling you that I wanted to be a part of like this specific movie and 13th year. I've lived both those dreams. Yeah. So I'm very happy. Oh, that's really sweet. That's great. And is there any other movies that would help live your, like, dream, live your truth? I mean, any of them? We kind of need to bring you back, like, five more times at least so we great. can have you. I don't know, have you watched, have you watched all of the High School Musical ones? Um, we, we've watched two of them. I don't remember the second one. Oh, that's because it's during the summer at oh. the and, Well, no, it was because no, we, double feature we, we had and... a double feature, and we didn't learn well and made two very strong cocktails, <laughs> and I slept through a portion of it. I was really... But you should come Ooh. in, um, Lars is doing them with us, but you should come in for three, and... Not uh, three. We're, we decided we were going to do three. Oh, that's right. I was if drunk, If you listen guys, to the podcast, we decided <laughs> we'd do three, and also Sharpay's... Big adventure. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. But, but I'm curious. So you asked the question, is it worth it? You, I, I, this is the second time I've joined you folks. When you watch these Disney Channel original movies and have these discussions after, you know, right now we're talking about how in a lot of ways this movie sucks and, and while it was probably progressive at the time, what is the general consensus after one of these films? Like, is this normally the thought like, oh, wow, good try, but eh, you, or sometimes so, you really love so it? So if it's like, 
bring 13th year smart house etc this is the proper response man it lived up like this was my like dream as a kid like obviously okay. as an adult there's some questions but it was definitely it held worth up it. Like, 13th smart year, house, holds but up. for like 13th year but for like smart let's say solid. let's say uh let's say luck of the irish luck of the irish gotta camp rock to camera uh, yeah luck of the irish gotta kick it up it's like this movie kind of offended me but i had a really good time having this discussion with yeah. these people yes, that i exactly. like exactly and then there's like r- the really shit ones like i feel like even steven's movie was which just was like it was a like category so bad and we also movie. got high afterwards. That's I true. slept through. You a good did. You snored you did. through that. You snored through that. We knew that you were asleep because you were asleep. <laughs> well, to me, we drank ones. like all day that day, and I was. I like how we kind of. You, it was not a plan. I just was like, "Hey guys, we're gonna podcast now," and you went with it. We rallied. I, I, I so appreciate that you went. with I it. think it's always worth having the discussion because I feel like a lot of things that you experience when you're like a teenager or a tween or whatever, you don't really go back and really unpack. Why did I like this? What did this mean to me? You're just like, oh, this thing, I really loved it. I'm never going to look at it again or think about it or question it in any way. And I think it's really good to go back and look at it and be like, oh, these are the messages I was getting. This is what this means to me now as an adult. I can better understand sort of what shaped my worldview and how that was uh, detrimental or helpful. You know, like, this movie's great because I know that when I watched it when I was, like, 11 or 12, I was like, fuck yeah, I want to cut my hair and ride a motorcycle. And you did both those things. I did one of those things. You did everything in this movie. I did one of those you things. You reenacted and the entire movie. This and movie you forced space. your parents to have another child so you could reenact this movie. And, you but also, it's extremely, you know, like, sexist and homophobic, and so those messages were still getting thrown at me. So it's just, it's really interesting to go back and look at these, like, Gotta Kick It Up was interesting, uh, 13th Year, loved it. Um, all of the, all of the decoms that I have guest starred on, I have really enjoyed revisiting. I'm so glad you, so yeah, so we've got Even Stevens, 13th Year, Luck of the Irish, Gotta Kick It Up, and this is lucky number motor, five motocross which i was could not remember the name of it. and whatever this one was yeah which, <laughs> which is a great segue what would we rename it i go first because i already told you all motocross dressing <laughs> i have one I, I, I was so proud of it that i was genuinely concerned people would steal it <laughs> i have one and it's really good it's motocross dressing <laughs> I have a really great one that mm-hmm. I just thought of right now. Um, like like an epiphany, I guess you would call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, motor cross dressing. Ah, oh, that's amazing. What about you, Max? What's your movie title? I don't have one, but theirs are great. Yeah. <laughs> Each one individual and completely original. I love you all. Also, I would call this 12th She's the Man Cross... Oh, or we could call it Jason Night. Carson, colon, hero. Not colon, hero. Colon, hero. Colon, hero. Colon, that hero. would be, he's colon, hero. He's, he's a hero of colons. He, we don't know his life. Maybe that's going to be What was he life. doing in Europe? No, that, that was that was his, that was no, his no, dad. The so Jason is the son. Say you're going to Europe. Why, why didn't he just say he was going to France? I mean, I mean right? Europe's big. Maybe, like, well, no, he was going Europe? to a few places because they said he left his first hotel. So he was going to a few places. He was seeing his his family. He was taking his other family on a European they vacation. They went to Euro Disney. It's yeah. it's a thing. It's a tradition. They're a family. It's great. Secret family. He only has sons in that one, so it's a lot less confusing. It's a lot for better for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the roles are great. All right, so I think I think we're done. And Megan, I have to say thank you for always being here to illustrate our points more 
succinctly. Yeah. More better. More better. You do more better. Good job. Work with that. Bigly. Words good Words for you. Good. Um, I got bigly ideas. Do we have any last thoughts? Anything anyone need, one needs to share? Um, I like this movie. Some people just cut their hair because they like short hair, and I think that that is not, it, it, that should be in more movies. Also, yeah, girls can have short hair. That's Families can all have the same haircut, and it's totally normal. It's totally don't, normal. Don't bother reading Twelfth Night. Just watch this. <laughs> or watch She's the Man. Hey, let's go watch She's the Man. Disney Channel Original Friendship is produced by Mad Scientist, Maya Millslow, and Adair Rice. Theme song by the incomparable Cameron Ferry. Disney Channel Original Friendship belongs to Secret Weapon Productions and should remain locked up there. Copyright 2017. All rights reserved, y'all.